Welcome to episode 7. In this episode, we'll be taking a closer look at the English Civil Wars. The 1640s represent a time of dramatic change and armed conflict, where England, Scotland and Ireland experienced three civil wars ending in a king's execution. Together, this is sometimes known as the English Revolution, the War of the Three Kingdoms and the English Civil War. But what was the cause of civil war? What did it mean for the English people to execute their king, Charles I? And what did his execution lead to? Did Charles's death fundamentally change the relationship between people and power? And if so, was this change permanent? Over the course of the next two episodes, we'll embark on a whistle-stop tour of the events of the English Civil War, taking a closer look at its causes and its wider historical impact, before finally turning our attention to Oliver Cromwell, the Commonwealth and the Restoration. You're listening to the History Hub Podcast. Charles I became king in 1625. He was the second Stuart king, inheriting the throne from his father, James I and VI of Scotland. Relations between the king and parliament were already strained upon Charles's accession to the throne. His father's belief in the divine right of monarchy caused frequent clashes with those in parliament. However, if relations between king and parliament were already strained, things were about to get a whole lot worse. England was largely Protestant in 1625, and there was a strong anti-Catholic feeling throughout the country. Charles, however, had married the Catholic Henrietta Maria of France. With William Lord, his Archbishop of Canterbury, Charles introduced several controversial religious reforms, ranging from the recovery of decorated vestments, the kneeling for sacraments, and the replacement of altars. To many, this heralded a return to Catholicism. For those who wanted to protest against these changes, they came up against Charles's belief in the divine right of kings, that he was chosen by and answerable only to God. In Charles's mind, his actions were backed with the authority of God and he had absolute authority over both religious practice and the state. In 1628, Parliament presented Charles with a petition of right, a statement of civil liberties that sought to protect Parliament and ensure the king was prevented from abusing his position. Charles rejected their attempts to limit his power, dismissing Parliament and ruling for 11 years without it, during which Charles continued to institute unpopular religious reforms and raise money without parliamentary consent to fund a war with France. But Charles didn't get the war he wanted. Instead, he had to face a Scottish uprising brought about by the introduction of a new prayer book. When Charles did recall Parliament, they chastised the king with a list of personal grievances called the Grand Remonstrance. After 11 years of personal rule, tensions between Crown and Parliament had reached boiling point. Parliament sent Charles 19 propositions that requested a change in the power dynamic between the King and Parliament. They sought power to appoint the King's ministers and have more control over the army, as well as the selection of judges. Charles I rejected the propositions in 1642, and after a failed attempt to arrest six of his parliamentary critics, he rode to Oxford and raised his standard. The civil war between King and Parliament had begun. The Civil War raged from 1642 until 1646. For the first three years, the conflict was largely a stalemate until Oliver Cromwell formed the new model army. With its superior training and confidence in having God on its side, this professional army went on to win decisive victories at Marston Moor in 1644 and Naseby in 1645. After his defeat on the battlefield and the discovery of plots to resume the war, 
Charles was put on trial in Westminster Hall for his crimes against the people in Parliament. He was found guilty and executed on 30th of January, 1649. Thank you for downloading the History Hub podcast. Hit the subscribe button and you'll be notified as soon as the next episode is ready. But if you can't wait that long, head over and subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching History Hub. You've been listening to the History Hub podcast.